Hi, I'm Sam Meggs, author of Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars, and you're listening to The Living Force. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. Hey, Andy. You're late, Kate. Doc is waiting. What? Are you worried? No. A Utini Podcast Network production. I told you she's fresh, but she's good. Episode 219, Star Wars Outlaws and Jedi Survivor. Just like back at the scrapyard. On this episode, the joys of buying corded gaming controllers. Testing, 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 testing! Discovering the brutality of indoor soccer. Donka's a broker, not a friend. She can't be trusted. And the Utini crew talks about Star Wars Outlaws and Jedi Survivor video games. Stealing illegal contraband, running with syndicates. I could say you're a threat to the Empire. And now, here are your hosts. Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Wes Jenkins, and guest host Jacob Bosch. Hello, everyone, and happy Juneteenth, and welcome to the Living Force Eugene Network podcast tonight, all about the present and future of Star Wars gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight is a lovely crew, including the man finally back after what we found out is two shows off, not one, Dr. Corey Helton. Welcome back to your chair, my friend. Hello. Hello. Back in my chair once again. It has been a wild couple of weeks, friends. I was on vacation. You know, actually, I would love to have a great excuse about how I've been out saving lives and working. Actually, two weeks ago, the reason I missed the show is because I was really drunk. So, you know. Um, <laughs> we tried to cover for you, but there it is. did. <laughs> I know. I was on vacation and hanging out with family and had a lot of dr- had a lot to drink on the beach. And I was like, you know what? This is terrible. Uh, I'm going to message Eric. And Eric gave me three strikes. He said, this is the last time you're allowed to give me a same-day notice of not being on the show. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. I will say, you know, I'm used to being able to drink and get out of my doctor duties because if they call you into work and you're like... Sorry, I've been drinking. You know, it's, they got to find somebody else, right? Because that would not be safe. So that doesn't work on the show, unfortunately. That is the first time you said something about the American medical system that actually makes me feel good about it. So <laughs> that's good. I legitimately um, used that a couple times in residency. They'd call you, you in and be like, be like, you need to come in to work. Somebody called in sick. I'd be like, ooh, it's 8 a.m. I've been drinking all night long. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Like, Are you serious? I'm like, I'm dead serious. All right, I got to go. See ya. Yeah. Like, I'm in residency. Do you know what we that. have to deal with? I know. I did that uh, time, actually, but, you know, sorry to my But co-workers. the man is- the man who is not in residency, and I don't know if he's drunk or not because he can hide it so well. That's not true. I, mean, I don't know. It's Wes Jenkins. Hey, man. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't completely binge drink for the 45 minutes that I've been home from work. <laughs> but I know people who do, but so you I could. Get it. <laughs> you could. If I wanted to. I'm an adult. I can do this. I have, I have aspirations and goals. Until, you know, tomorrow when I have to work for the man. But, you know, whatever. Um, what's up, everybody? Uh, it's 101 oh at God. regular temperatures, but it feels like 110 or some crap like yeah, that. That's awful. And it's like 90 degrees at 930 at night. Um, you can cut like you can cut the humidity with a butter knife and it's disgusting. So. Welcome to Texas. Well, we stay in, in we stay indoors for the next three four months. That's awesome. But <laughs> but outside. <laughs> but Wes, your hair looks great. It does. Thank you. So I just got it. Great. I just got it. I just got it trimmed um, at a new place actually because oh, really? I had a mishap like a month ago. I got my. I don't know if I t- 
Told you all that story. I got a haircut at Sport Clips. I've been going there since I was like 10. Sport Clips, classic. Like constantly, will, like always went there. Like I was like, I would drive like further out just to go to the Sport Clips because there's a TV there and they don't mess with you or whatever. If the haircut sucks, you know, your hair grows out. I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. But man, did I get a terrible haircut one day. Oh, no. And I tipped this woman and I went home and I was like, man can I get by with this? And then I tried <laughs> oh to like God. fix it. I tried to fix it myself and I was like, nah, this can't be fixed. So I went somewhere else. Oh my God. I went to another place. You got a second called, like, haircut? Called like Roosters or something. It was a great place. Oh yeah, And I, I walked in and, I, and I was like, listen, I was like, listen, uh, I need you to help me because I just got a terrible <laughs> haircut and this woman took longer to fix my hair than the lady that did it before um, that had done it initially. So, I have a new place that I go to now. It's a little bit more expensive, but um, I appreciate the work that they do, and they ask me if I want something to drink when I get there. Yeah, Excellent. Okay. Wes, I, I kid you not. I went to my first Roosters when I moved. That's my place here. I go to that place. No, it's okay. Not. Okay, awesome. yeah. It's a franchise. Yeah. It is super nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. franchise. Listen, yeah. I've been I've yeah, yeah. been to like the the fancy men's shops where they got the beard stuff, you know, the haircut, and they want to serve you alcohol. I just can't drink the beer while I'm getting my hair. I just I have this overwhelming fear that I'm going to get hair clippings in my beer, and right. I just can't I just can't I can't do it. <laughs> you know, man. I respect I that. Can't do it. Although this one, I don't know if they gave this to you, Wes, at Roosters. They did the the hot towel on my face for the first time, yes. and I was like, "Cool." Yes. Although for a second, I'm like, "Am I dying? Am I dying?" Because I've never <laughs> had it like on my face. Like I'm like, my nose is out. I'm like, I can breathe out my nose, right? Do I know how to do this? And it was yes. great. I'm I'm right there with you because that was the first time that I had a hot tail on my face. Yep, hot towel on my face, and like it sits there and it warms, and then it cools, and then she takes the towel yep. off your face, and you're just like, you know what? <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, en- I enjoy that. I can conquer the world right now. Um, and it's not, it's not extra. So no, hey. it's all included. <laughs> but you know what, everyone? What's not all-inclusive is this show right now, because we haven't gotten the last part guest, our last member of our show, uh, who's been listening to us just jabber on about hot towels and stuff. It is our friend, our comics expert, and... The man who DM'd me the second he finished Jedi Survivor saying, I gotta be on this show because this game was awesome. It's Mr. Jacob Bosch. Really, though, it's Jacob Boosh. If you know, you know. That That's me. Uh, I also have hair, so fun fact. Uh, yeah, but no, it's yeah, been... Yeah, you're it's, also uh, looking great. Look thank you, thank you. Uh, it's great to be here, even though I have a very scenic hotel background behind me. Uh, but, you know, Glorious. it's... uh We're used it's been, to it. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, this is my first time on The Living Force uh, for... I think two and a half years I've been with you, Teeny. So finally, happy to chat with you all. Made it. Yeah. Finally made it. We're happy to have you, dude. Glad to have you, um, man. Yeah, Jacob has forgotten more about comics than I'll ever know. Um, I have forgotten a, proud... a lot. That is very fair. Yeah, you're you're also a proud card carrying member of both of Valence Nation and Nubs Nation. Um, neither of which should come up tonight, but they might. Who knows? Uh, you know, you would actually be surprised on one of those. Well, here's, we'll get there. well, here's the question: Are you are you Nubs Nation or Nick's Nation? Uh, if you have to choose, yeah, I well, to be determined. We have to actually see more of Nick's. Um, but you That's know, the fair. fact that D. Bradley Baker has done Nick's Nubs in like a billion different clones really kind of shows the range of what he's working with. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy, amazing stuff. Well. 
We're happy to have you, man. We're happy to chat some games tonight. Also happy to have all of you watching, listening, however you're taking in the show. Hope you're having a great day. Make sure you like the video and subscribe to the channel for all the stuff coming your way. Um, because it's been a hot minute, I also just want to check in with y'all and see how you've been. Um, a lot of you have known that over the last couple months, uh, Corey, Charles, and myself have been diving into some Brandon Sanderson stuff with Mistborn. I then, because of my obsessive nature and my inability to do anything at less than 100%, have gone way further. And uh, this past week, I was like, you know what? I'm in a bit of a reading slump. I should do something nice and easy to kind of get, you know, jumpstart me. You ever do that? You know, you want to just get your momentum back? So I decided to read The Way of Kings, which is a thousand pages. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do that. And I'm getting there. I'm, about, I'm almost 300 pages in. Uh, but this, uh, hot take, it's great, it's incredible, <laughs> um, it's, uh, the book, One of the Stormlight Archive, which is Sanderson's giant epic, I finally felt ready to begin it, I then ordered the next three books, because I had an Amazon gift card, uh, so everything nice. was on my shelf, and that's been my week, has just isn't, been sitting and isn't reading the, this. <laughs> isn't The Way of Kings largely considered to be Barry, uh, Sanderson's best book that he's ever written? Yeah, generally. I think um, it is, I, right? Yeah, Stormlight is apparently like the magnum opus, and Way of Kings, a lot of people, I don't know because it's first or just because it sets everything up, is like <clears throat> a lot of people's favorite. Although, because yeah. apparently it's going to be a ten-book series made up of two five-book arcs, and he's writing the fifth one now. So I'm guessing that will be a pretty... I got 13, 1400 pages. Like, who knows, Jesus. man? It's, wow. are it's you glad? Uh, are you glad that you read Mistborn first? You wish you had started with oh, that. Oh, God. So glad. So I, I read Mistborn Trilogy first, and then I read Elantris and Warbreaker, which are two standalones. I'm very mm -hmm. glad I did that because I tried okay. reading this book like two, three years ago. Interesting. And I, I just couldn't do it. It was too much. But now that I know his word style, and I like, I guess I trust him. Yeah, like, like, yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Like, you start a thousand you pick up page a fantasy book. book. Yeah, and it's like so yeah, much lore. It's like, I don't know if this is going to pay off or not. Yeah. yeah. It's so like, I, really I think I'll it. get it. It's like, okay, this was Sh Shalon, and this is Zeth. And what are the, what are, and he's lashing himself, and there, and Loth. I'm like, okay, fine. I know, a, I'm, I'm going to understand. I'm going to understand. Lashings? <laughs> Lashings. There's a prologue to the series, and then there's a prologue to this book, and then there's a first chapter that has none of the characters of the two prologues. So you wow. just got to, like, give into it. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah, yeah so I don't I know. We're slowly, we're slowly becoming big Sanderson fans on this uh, on this show. <laughs> Charles got us into this, and uh, mm -hmm. I think I was next, and then Eric was after me. And Eric has taken it further than mm -hmm. the rest of us have. But uh, it's uh, fantastic writing, seriously. I mean, if yeah. you need a palate cleanser from Star Wars, like – it's a yeah. excellent choice. Excellent choice. The hype is real. It's not just, yes. uh, you know, you don't have to be a bandwagon fan. You can jump on that for sure. So yeah, we we like to give into the hype stuff. And I mean, even even this past week, we had all this gaming news. And of course, you know, I want to see what else you guys have been up to. But I know at least one of those days, Corey, you were watching the Starfield Direct with yes, a bunch of us at Utini. That was really fun. And that, that was a whole day. day. <laughs> that was a fun day. You know, I think the past two weeks have had, we've had some really good days in Slack the last couple of weeks. Like, we you know, have. it's like, it's it's such a tight community our team is that like half of the folks on the team are, are still just here because like, I feel like they're trading the, the, the little bit of work that they put in every once in a while to mm -hmm. just be able to get access basically. Because, I mean, it feels like, we have these days in Slack where it's just 
chaos. And the Xbox, what was it called? Xbox Showcase, right? Yeah, Xbox Showcase mm-hmm. that led into yeah. the Starfield Direct. Man, yeah. that's like that's one of the best days in gaming I think we've had in a long time. Good lord, they announced yeah. so much really cool stuff. And finally, I have rewatched the Starfield like <laughs> showcase like mm-hmm. twice because <laughs> yes. I cannot it's believe awful. how how fun this game looks. Like. Yeah, I really hope that it's as good as it looks. I hope that it's it's the hype is not unjustified. But like, I am absolutely in the cannot manage expectations camp at this point not at because all. it looks like it's just going to be a blast. I mean, there's mm-hmm. just so much to do, and the, it looks graphically beautiful. The dialogue sounds fun and hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, I am like all on board. I absolutely bought the. You guys know I don't ever pre-order anything <laughs> ever, and I always. Mm-hmm crap on everybody on the team that buys any of the accessories no. and shit. Yep. I bought both yep. the headset and the controller immediately. I was so as soon happy. As they, <laughs> as soon as they came on sale, and oh my god, they are so beautiful. Seriously, it looked, the retro look is fantastic. I'm a big fan. I'm, I can't wait. I hope it's great. Uh, what does the headset and the controller, do they have any kind of advantage look cool. for you? Or it's just the what? What a COD gamer question! <laughs> what? What a call it? Does it help me? Does it help my aim? It, can I min max? Listen, the headset is the Turn all uh, the music down. All you want to hear is footsteps. I don't give a damn about bass. <laughs> all I want to hear about is footsteps. <laughs> the headset is the uh, it's the Microsoft the Xbox controller. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. Wes? Where it's got the one that they released when the Xbox team. Have you seen it? Like one side has the. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. One yeah, side yeah, has yeah. The, okay. the game chat mix, which is great. The other side I is the volume. That. Yeah, it's I really cool. I've, I've actually I owned a. Uh, I accidentally bought a wired one one time because it was on sale, and I thought it was the wireless. I was like, "Shit, I'm getting a really good deal." It was freaking wired. It was freaking wired when I got it. But it, I mean, it's exactly the same except it's wired, and I kept it for like a week or two and just tested it out. And it was comfortable and stuff, but I just could I didn't need a wired set of headphones. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, the game mix thing is really cool. I'm a big fan of that, and. Uh, it's a really sleek set. I'm glad I bought it. I have no buyer's remorse about it. I just hope the game is good. I hope the game is good. Yeah. So, yeah. The yeah. last game I pre-ordered was Cyberpunk, and I'm it's scarred. <laughs> Freaking scarred, all right? I know. Eric is in his <laughs> Cyberpunk chair that he also purchased before the game was out. Yeah, risky, although this was way more expensive moves. than both your <laughs> controller and headset combined. That's true. Um Jacob, did you watch yeah. the? What do you? What, what is your gaming life coming up now? Because you you also again yeah. play, play a decent amount of games here and there. I do. I yeah. I watched the Starfield Direct with you all, or at least like sort of. I was it was it was Sunday, so I did watch it. Um, it was but, wow. Yeah, was. I I'm excited. Uh, I am a little bit more skeptical because I think we've just kind of. It's been too long since we've had like a proper single player Bethesda game. So I think we're all kind of going in with rose tinted yeah. glasses. We don't remember as closely the fail compilations, the bug compilations, the you know, <laughs> games absolutely just breaking themselves that we had in the like Skyrim Fallout Three eras. So I'm excited. That's true. But I'm also trying to like reserve my expectations till we get there. I have been like absolutely neck deep in Tears of the Kingdom, uh, which is yeah. Been a phenomenal game. Uh, it's like it's crazy how I, I've seen a lot of people compare that and Across the Spider Verse, which I've not seen, but being sequels that are sequels on things that people did not think you could improve on, and then somehow both of them yeah. like taking it to that next level. That's so it's been it's been a that. lot of fun. Yeah, 
Yeah, I totally uh, agree with that. I think I'm the only other one here that's playing Zelda, mm-hmm. right? You guys have not played it, and correct. Wish, you don't have a Switch. Neither one of you guys have a Switch, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no I'm watching I, people. Play I totally it. back you up. I saw a really great video a while back that was like, it was talking about how Zelda they literally changed nothing. It's the same quote unquote <laughs> bad graphics. It's the same controls. They only changed a couple of your little superpowers that you have, and like, but the game is phenomenal. I really love that they. It seems like they they found all the inspiration from all the funny videos that people had from like attaching the what's the balloon thing called right. that we used yeah, to yeah the rock balloon build or shit whatever. out of yeah yeah. yeah yeah we used to do that in the first game it looks like that's where they took inspiration from the build system which is genius I love the build I built so much stupid shit it's so fun <laughs> yeah my TikTok algorithm is showing me some of these things and I'm like. One, there's really sick people the way they torture some of these pure guys. And then, like, burning crosses going into the sky. And then they make, like, full-on Gundams. And I'm like, I know I would try to put, like, two pieces of wood together and it would, like, explode. Like, there's no yeah. way. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's very much like, it's a very, it's a very perfect game for, I think, TikTok clips. Just like you said, you have people building yeah. Gundams. I saw pe- someone build, like, a fully functioning, like modern looking car where you hop in and the door closes with you uh and then yeah i'm like oh my god i'm like get the big platform (laughs) stick fork wheels on the corner and hopefully i don't like bottom out at some point yes i know how does this defeat ganondorf anyway (laughs) whatever i'm so out um so Wes, I see that you have done a slightly less complete indoor nerd thing <laughs> this week, um, but you've added to your increasingly large amount of sports that you play. Yeah, well, yes. So um, my girlfriend plays soccer, so she plays on like Saturday or Sundays, and you're dating Alex sometimes Morgan? on Tuesdays. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks, Wes, for clarifying Close. that. Close. She's she's just as good. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> well done. Uh, well said. So, <laughs> so she also plays indoor. So indoor soccer oh, cool. is basically like hockey, um, but you are playing, you know, like on a grass or an artificial turf. Mm-hmm. But you can slam into people on the on like uh, against the boards, and they kick the absolute shit out of the ball. <laughs> and there are there are just like walls all around you, so you can like. If you're good at geometry, you can make it hit off one wall, go on the other, and then go into the goal as long as your goalie cool. knows what he's doing. He can block it. But, like, there will be guy, another goalie, because it's not very far. I would say it's it's probably maybe 40 yards long. The other goalie can, like, kick the shit out of the ball from his side to the other, and it can go, like, right into the goal if he's wow. not paying attention. It's uh, But, I mean, that's actually uh, – not true because you can't kick it across three lines. <laughs> there's there's all these different kind of rules, but Ugh, all I can hear was just so a, it is like okay, smack, so icy. okay, smack, yeah. smack, and they hit it against this like plywood board that's around the goal. So there's not a, like a deep goal. It's only about I, I would say like two feet deep, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is is covered by plywood board. So when you miss, it's super loud, and like they will. <clears throat> Run into each other. They have a ref in there that gets yelled at constantly. But it was fun. <laughs> that sounds if awesome. You have a chance to, if you have a chance to play or even to watch it, it's super fun that to sounds watch. Sounds awesome. I mean, it's like hockey. Plus, <laughs> that's a good. Yeah, it's super cool that they is. made. Is it, like, is it glass? Are you watching yes. it through like plexiglass, yeah, it's, like it's, a hockey it's like, game? It's a big. Yeah, it's a big plexiglass like arena. It's like you fight to the death. That's sick. No, like they close the door and that's it. Like, <laughs> they, just, they made Rocket League in real life or something. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's exactly what it fantastic. is. Fantastic. I love that. Nice. That well, so that awesome. was fun. I did that on Friday night. Nice. Go support your local indoor soccer team, everybody. You can tailgate anything. It's America. Um, right. So, 
Oh, I love that. Uh, just about as much as I love our patrons. Over at patreon.com slash Shout out to all of you for supporting the show and the site and everything we do. A lot of great content coming your way. Um, I'm not sure the release plan here, but I do want to let everyone know Charlie and I have banked the rest of the Ghost Crew episodes for Season 3 of Star Wars Rebels. Those are coming your way very soon, so keep an eye out uh, for that Patreon-exclusive content as well as everything that is coming out there. All right, uh, Wes, we got one very aesthetically pleasing story for this week's Star Wars Weekly Roundup. It's the Star Wars Weekly Roundup! All right, everybody, we have a big convention coming up soon. No, it's not Star Wars Celebration. Stop talking about it. That's in Japan. We have San Diego, <laughs> we have San Diego Comic-Con coming up. Um, weirdly, a large event for Star Wars from time to time, even for publishing. Sometimes stuff gets announced. I'm not really hyped on that, but I am hyped because we did get an announcement of an exclusive being released at San Diego Comic-Con. This is an exclusive cover for Delilah S. Dawson's upcoming Inquisitor, Rise of the Red Blade, shown on screen here. This shows um, two of our main characters, Iscot and, oh my gosh, I'm reading the book, Toa, the Twi'lek Man, Um, (laughs) both kind of mirrored in their Inquisitor and Jedi outfits. Um, This was Grant Griffin. Who drew this? Um, huge High Republic concept artist. He's done a bunch of stuff. He did Myths and Fables, Dark Legends, all those books. Um, and y'all, I think this is probably the most impressive exclusive cover we've seen in a long time. And yeah, yeah what's that all yeah. about? Like, I, if you right? Turn it if you turn it upside down, like <laughs> you read like the light side, and you turn it. The other way. You nailed it, Wes. Like, yep, that's exactly how they wrote it. It's an interactive <laughs> book. You just have to keep going in circles. <laughs> yeah, spilling yeah. cover for sure. Uh, our, our good friend Tom posted some photos too on Twitter, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got a texture too. It's like a canvas texture, mm-hmm. right? Which looks cool. Yep. It comes with this, this, uh, this stupid spinny lightsaber that I hate. It comes with a pin. <laughs> yeah. It comes with a pin of that. Yep. I stand by my hatred of the... Spinny lightsabers. I'm never going to let this die. Uh, it's a good-looking cover, though, for sure. Good-looking yeah. cover. Mm-hmm. Very jealous about it. Uh, for folks that want to know anything about it that are going to go to San Diego Comic-Con, uh, be sure to stop by the Penguin Random House booth, um, which is uh, 1514 and 1515, and this is coming up July 19th through the 23rd, which times out perfectly because July 18th is when you can get your copy of Rise of the Red Blade. And make sure you go to eugenie.com and check out the release schedule for that. All right. So tonight, as I've said previously, as we kind of already started, we're talking all about gaming. Now, though, specifically Star Wars gaming. Um, We've had some pretty sweet Star Wars titles in the past, but this past week... With Summer Game Fest coming up, the Ubisoft thing, the Xbox Game Showcase, we got a lot of insight into what's coming up in the world of gaming. Um, one of the big stories, obviously, for Star Wars fans, the last few years has been EA has had the exclusive Star Wars license. So they made Battlefront 2, they made Battlefront, Jedi Survivor, and Jedi Fallen Order, which were good, but also were very spread out. Um, folks that were used to getting, like, you know, three Star Wars games a year back in, like, the early aughts really felt like there was a lack of content, but now that contract is up, and Lucasfilm has been dispersing the the license to a few other game studios. So before we talk about those products, guys, I just want to ask you on a practical level, how do you feel about the EA exclusivity being up for Star Wars? Do you think this is good for more quantity? Um, and what do you think it means for the quality of products we might be able to get? 
Good riddance, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Moving on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's how I feel. Straight up. Yeah. Straight up. I, I don't know that I can name a more toxic gaming company. Straight up. EA, they just... Activision sucks. Yeah, there's a, there's Activision, a lot of shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> Activision's a close second. That's a good. That's a good one. Blizzard. I don't know. I mean, EA is just man. They've become corporate. Holy smokes, have they become corporate? Yeah. The way they talk, the way they do game releases, the way they release unfinished games. Battlefield 2042 was a disaster. <laughs> oh my god, I just I just Yours. have no faith in EA. If, if they announce mm-hmm. a major game. For EA, I'm just like not excited about it. I'm still a little salty about uh, Battle Battlefront Two, uh, the campaign. They gave us the bait and switch in the marketing campaign. You don't actually mm-hmm. get to play as the villain. It changes after three levels. Like, good riddance. <laughs> good riddance. I really do think that you know they signed that contract because it came with a bunch of money, and they needed to no. they needed to turn a profit with uh, with the Star Wars IP immediately. It was announced right after the Disney purchase, and. Yep. I think we've all been waiting for this. Is it? Is it? Was it a decade? Was it a mm-hmm. ten year? Yeah. Has it been ten years? Holy smokes! Well, two thousand four. Two thousand four. Twenty fourteen was when. Uh, or yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, Force Awakens came out in twenty fifteen, right? Yeah. No. The, yeah. The well, sale like, was in twenty twelve, I believe. The, okay. Yeah. The the changeover was in yeah. twenty fourteen. It's really that's when all right. the announcements came. So, yeah, I guess it has been a decade. Wow, that's. All right, how many Star Wars games do we get in the last decade, guys? We got Battlefront One, Battlefront Two, uh, Jedi, Jedi Fallen Fall Order, Jedi Survivor, uh, Squadrons, the Squadrons, and Squadrons, Le- Lego Skywalker Saga. If we want to count no, that, oh, I don't think the count. Did the EA produce it? I guess they produced it. Oh, I don't think EA did it. I guess they didn't. Who I don't know who they're owned by. Yeah, no, Lego. That's true. Legos did. Legos. Legos like Fortnite. They don't have laws. <laughs> There's the Vader Immortal games, but that's ILM. So yeah. right, right. So that's different. So yeah, five. Oh, so right. what? Five games. Five in from a decade? EA. Yeah. That's all they did with it. Yeah. All they did with it. I don't know how much they paid for that license. I hope five games were worth it. EA. It was, it was five. Screw games you. Good like... riddance. Bring on the new developers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> West Jacob thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the crazy thing. It was five games, but like it was like three games in the last like four years. So like for the vast majority, it was just nothing. It was very like was. back in like Battlefront Battlefront Two. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So they were they were heavily banking on Battlefront. Yeah. And now it's a fun game because you can keep um the interest level if you keep like adding DLC packs yeah. it's massively multiplayer. Not, completely massively, but there's a lot of multiplayer content there yeah. instead of a single player game. So it's easier to get more people involved and yeah. play with your friends and all that. So you can push that content pretty far down the line until you got to make something new. Yeah. Cause they, they made the original battlefront, right? And then they made battlefront two, like right after that, there wasn't anything in between. Yeah. No, no, cause they, cause they did the, like the death star expansion, the, the best bin expansion. They did the Scarif expansion. <laughs> We're on Rogue One time with Battlefront One, mm-hmm. but that mm-hmm. game never quite caught on. And then the Battlefront Two, once they fixed the monetization, that multiplayer was yeah, awesome. Was. And then they did like yeah. the big Clone Wars update, which was awesome. And then they announced that they were stopping I support. <coughs> I know. Then they released a celebration one, and they were I like, know. "Why? Oh yeah, <laughs> I yeah." I mean, I don't know. I I knew that Star Wars gaming was in trouble when they released the first Battlefront game. It was just so empty compared to the masterpiece that was Battlefront Two, the original masterpiece, like two thousand five. Oh, like goaded. I mean, it was just it was a, it was kind of a wreck when they released. I mean, the 
I never forget yeah. the first level that I played. I spent like 30 minutes trying to fix the brightness on my TV because it was blinding. <laughs> oh, my God. Blinding. <laughs> you know, the white. menu. The menu. You the could, menu. I was like, oh, God. What white. Am I, I can't like, see. Was so, was so freaking bad. white. You could not see anything. Like, nerds are playing this. We're in the <laughs> oh dark. What are you doing? It was blinding. I knew, I knew we were in trouble a little yeah. bit with that. And it was a lukewarm release, like, too. And the game was pretty fun. But, like, I mean, you play, like, you play it for, like, Two hours and you feel like you've played the whole game. Like there's just nothing else left. And yeah, Battlefront Two I think was a huge improvement. I would say, yep, tons. Yeah, of hours tons of hours in that. Uh, still, I don't think there was some talk recently about the the CEO's AMA uh, topping it on Reddit for uh, the most downvoted <laughs> post of all time. I think it doesn't beat it. I think I think the Battlefront Two. <laughs> is still the most downvoted post in Reddit history about the monetization, which is monetization. hilarious because everybody right. knows yeah, the real history, of pride right? Pride and accomplishment. I know. Pride, pride and accomplishment. But the real yep. history is they didn't release it like that, right? Everybody knows that, right? Like it, They never actually released it with monetization. Yeah. It was only in the beta, but that will forever go down in history as a PR disaster. Really rough launch. <laughs> but then they kind of righted the ship, seemingly with Jedi uh-huh. Fallen Order, which came out to a ton of great <laughs> reviews, We've all been on here the show saying that we really liked it. weren't as obsessed with it as, as some other folks, but really liked it. Um, and now I want to talk a little bit about Jedi Survivor. It's been out for a long time. We got a great review up on the site by our friend Jay, who wrote an awesome uh, kind of write-up uh, for the site. So make sure to go check that out. But for us, I have a couple questions. And I know some of these answers, everybody. That's the <laughs> secret. We talked before the show. Um, I want to ask, one, did you just finish the game? Um, whether you did or not, what did you think about the story or the story that you saw, the gameplay as a whole, and if you didn't finish it, what made you not, I guess? What made you bounce off of it? And, and I'll start with kind of uh, my blanket answers because mine's very easy. I did finish the game. Um, I, be- I beat it like within the first week, mostly out of fear, honestly. I didn't want to be spoiled. So I, <laughs> I-, I didn't like just do story, but I-, I missed a lot of extra stuff. Um, I really... Really loved the story. I thought it was really well done. I thought it was better than uh, Fallen Order by by quite a bit for me personally. I think the gameplay was way sharper. The map was actually a map and didn't make me want to just jump off a ladder. Um, and the multiple uh, the the or the expansion, I should say, on the on the stances for Cal was better. The customization was great. Um, and overall, I just think it, took, it told a really nice. Star Wars tale. I think the High Republic inclusion made me very giddy seeing, like, the Nile and High Republic era, like, pop up as databank entries just made me feel really giddy in a way that I hadn't felt since, like, Phase 1. And the ending, I thought it was actually very emotionally impactful when I finished it. I know, Jacob, I DM'd you when I finished it, and I'm like, oh, my God. I took some screenshots that I'm like, this really hit. And then afterwards it didn't stick with me as much as i wanted it to and i'm not sure if that's just because i'm consuming a lot more content than i used to so things just leave as more things come in but it hasn't had the staying power that maybe i've wanted to like i haven't gone back to finish up the bounties or i haven't gone back to finish up like having additional conversations with characters afterwards which they say opens up like i basically credits rolled and and i was done um so i want to open this up to you guys uh and i'm going to specifically go uh, to Wes, because you probably had the most diametrically opposite view to me. Um, what has your experience with Jedi Survivor been so far, and why has it been as thus? So, I pre-ordered Jedi Survivor. Um, I didn't get the uh, 
like the ultimate edition, but I got like the regular because uh, I don't know. I, don't, I probably should have got the ultimate edition. I wanted the extra cosmetics, but um, so I bought it, and then the day came, and I didn't have time to play it because I was working. And a couple of my streamers that I usually watch will play it, so I had to turn that off. So I don't want to get spoiled. And then the next day came. And then the next week came, oh, no. and then the next month came, oh. and I still haven't played it. I've downloaded it, but I have not played it. Um, and honestly, it's probably because it's a single-player game. It's not multiplayer where there's like a... I mean, there is a skill gap, but there's not necessarily a skill gap with like if you have a multiplayer game. But I'm just obsessed with first-person shooters and, and um, skill gaps and multiplayer and stuff like that, so... Um, I, I know it's there in the waiting. I know I can play it when I get around to it and everything. I don't. I didn't feel like I needed to play it right away. And it's 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 still like it's still in the back. Like it's in my say it's in my backpack, and I haven't pulled it out yet to play. So that's the thing. I mean, it's just that I am not excited enough to play it right now. If I have if it sure. rains right now and I don't have to go to work tomorrow, I'll play it. But I'm just. I have been busy, and the, most of my time has been going to, let's say, work, and then maybe a little COD here and there. But I just haven't yeah. been obsessed, like excited enough to play it. It is kind of that thing I, of like you. You want to have a good giant session to begin and immerse, like in correct. a single player. I game. want four or five hours yeah. just to sit there, like in my underwear and eating Cheetos. I bet you, and play this if game. you're like me though, Wes, I bet um, you feel weird about it though, right? <laughs> you feel a little guilty because you have it and you haven't started it yet because it's Star Wars and you're on a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> but there's something about the game that's just like, it's not, there's something like not super enticing about it, right? Yeah. Well, go speak on it, Corey. Yeah, because no. you're, you're like one step up from that. I mean, a little bit, but I'm curious. I want to see, I want to hear what Wes's thought is on this idea though. Like, why is it? Because it's oh, like... I like the guilt. Yeah, so... <clears throat> We'll start with Jedi Fallen Order. I finished that game and I broke a mouse playing it. <laughs> I um, remember that. So like, and it was I was just oh that's poor mouse. And I sold it to somebody on eBay. I'm sorry if you had that mouse, but um, <laughs> good man. Anyways, good man. Uh, but Jedi Fallen Order, I, I played that for hours and hours and hours, and I had a good time doing it. And then I went back and tried to do the complete 100% finish. Um, got lost on Zepho multiple times and then, but like, it was just, to me, the, the membrance and like the, and you having to memorize just yeah. certain moves and then you can get by anything. Like you, as, if you play it enough, you'll get yeah. past like any kind of boss. Cause you know exactly how it moves. Yep. Right. And in, in a well, multiplayer game, you don't have boss. that. It can be. It, well, well. Oh, in a multiplayer game, it's it can be totally random, but there is pattern to these games. Yeah. Um. But with uh, because it is Star Wars, that may be the only reason that I play this game. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'll probably sure. only play it once. But I want to know the story. Definitely want to know the story. But it's just, it's not necessarily because it's a single player game. It's just basically because there's it takes a big commitment. It does take a big commitment, but I it's just not ripping me enough for me to grab onto this game to where mm-hmm. like if it was if it was something to where everybody played this with each other, if you had like guilds and stuff and much like um The Old Republic. Uh, yeah, the old Republic. The old yeah. Republic was fun. But um if but it's old now, nobody plays it anymore. Well, I mean, that's not true. A lot of people play it, but yeah. not, as, not as many people play it, right? <laughs> yeah. So if there is like an 
much like we're about to talk about with the open world concept, oh. you can have oh. you can have that where you can um, go around and I think you can can't you play with other people? Absolutely not. Would you no. be able to do no. that? <laughs> it's a single player game. Ab- yes, <laughs> See, I probably won't play that game either. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I, let, let, it's not I, open I, world. What does that even mean then? I mean, Skyrim. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> So Wes fundamentally right. doesn't understand what an open world game is. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but, Please, no, but it's an DJ. interesting point because, like, Star because of our our dedication to loving Star Wars, like our dedication, like we we do love it, and it does cause us to like branch out in certain things. And we've talked about with that with some books. Like we we don't usually read like YA or middle grade novels, and because of that, sometimes we found some great things in Star Wars, like a Lost Stars or something. But other times you read a book and you're like, ugh. I, I didn't like this. It's not what I would usually do, and I only got it because of the banner. So I guess it, it kind of goes both ways in that way. Um, yeah. So I think that makes sense to me. Corey, what about you? Where are you at? Uh, yeah, so I um, I started Jedi Survivor. I got on the hype train when everybody else did. Um, I did pre-order it because it's a Star Wars game. It's the only games I'll friggin' pre-order. I actually didn't pre-order Starfield, but I have Game Pass, so I'll just get it for free. Um <clears throat> There you go. Quote, unquote, right? (laughs) Paying for Game Pass. It's already included. Yeah, so I did pre-order Survivor. I I played it for a couple hours tonight. That was fun, actually. I do like having... If you have friends that you can game with, like... It was fun when all of us like. I think we played Fortnite, right? The game that it came out, the night it came out. Remember, we all played Fortnite and yeah, so we were downloading yep. stuff. And uh, when it hit midnight, yep. we all jumped off of Fortnite and we all played for a couple hours. And it was pretty good. Um, you know, I I, I think I'm. I'm sort of in the camp of Wes a little bit of like the controls are. I really just dislike like level up systems that were that like you unlock moves. <laughs> so like you've you've mastered you know you've yeah. mastered some moves and then like you unlock a new move. So you have to try to commit this one to memory. And then if you want to try a different stance, like that's got its own set of moves. And there's not a lot of crossover at, at times and stuff. But I think overall my and I've not finished it either. I stopped on. Uh, we'll try to be. Fairly spoiler-free, I think, is fair, but at least maybe to the ending yeah. and stuff. But uh, we, I stopped on – I'm on Jedha, I think. Yeah. I quit I quit on Jedha. Yeah, okay. so the planets have been widely yeah. spread. Everyone knows that. Yeah, now. I quit on Jedha, and um, I think the biggest problem that happened with, with me my personal playthrough of Jedi Survivor is what Jacob and I were talking about earlier is Zelda came out because I'm playing mm. – on the I'm playing on the yeah. PlayStation in the bedroom. We have a TV in the bedroom, and I got the PlayStation hooked up to it. And Caitlin is playing the new Zelda game next to me on the handheld Switch, and I'm playing Survivor on the TV. and And she's like new-ish to these types of games, right? So I have to beat some of the bosses for her and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm having more fun playing Zelda when Caitlin needs my help <laughs> than I am playing Jedi Survivor. Yep. And I was like, I, I don't. my time is so limited for gaming. It's so limited, right? I mean, I work like 80 hours mm-hmm. a week on the weeks that I work, and like, I just have very little time. And I'm like, I just really value the time that I play, so... I want to. I want the hour that I spend playing games this night to be epic, right? Like after you playing a multiplayer games with a bunch of friends that I haven't talked to in a long time, and it's half social, half gaming, and I'm bad at gaming, so I just really hang out. Or I have to play something that I'm really into and really loving, and like it just wasn't that for me. The Jedi Survivor just wasn't that for me, and I think mm-hmm. it's kind of what I was bitching about earlier. It's it's EA. It feels a little corporate <laughs> to me. It feels like. It feels like they tried to make the story really important, but you don't have to make Star Wars important. You can just be a guy trying to make their way in the galaxy, right? You don't have to fight Darth Vader for it to be a good game. That's my hot take, right? I mean, KOTOR had (laughs) none of that stuff, and it's 
arguably the best Star Wars game has ever been made. So, you know, I, there's something corporate about it. I'm very excited to see what a non-EA single-player game looks like because I'm really excited to talk about Outlaws here in a bit because that looks totally different. Yeah. And uh, yep. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to come back to Survivor. I actually put it on. We were talking about this in Slack a couple of days ago. I put it on last week, actually. And uh, I played it for like 45 minutes, and I couldn't remember any of the damn controls because it's been like it's been like two weeks yeah. since I played Going it. Back and I was like, so hard. This is not fun. I'm not having fun right now. So I put Zelda on and played it for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, Jacob, you have easily put the most hours into Survivor. Uh, also finished yeah, it. Probably. Preached the gospel of finished it for yes. anybody else on the team by a large margin, I think, too. Yes. Yep. Yeah, my oh yeah, my experience was a little bit unique in that regard because, like you know, I'm in a hotel room right now. I'm a PC gamer pred- predominantly, so I had to crank this game out because I knew I'm here all summer. So I knew once I left my apartment, I would not be able to touch it ever again. So like, okay, I need to finish it. Oh, I need to get the story done. It also you didn't came... bring your PC. With you? <laughs> <laughs> I got my Surface. Is that yeah? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I had to crank it out very fast. And it's also, it came out like the week before finals started. So I basically finished it in a weekend. Cause again, I also, mm-hmm. well, I love fallen order. I didn't want it spoiled. And yeah, if I waited too long, I was not gonna be able to finish it. Yeah. So I beat the whole thing. I also did play. So, so only, only, that's, only, our con- that's yeah. your and my constant. It, it, it's fear <laughs> yeah. that helped us finish. It. Oh yeah. It was the story I, I did though, play right? a decent amount. Did you mostly play yeah, the story? I, yeah. I, I played a decent amount after the story ended as well. Oh, okay. Um, so I really enjoyed the game. I think, like Eric said, I think in the immediate aftermath of it, I was like very caught up in how much I enjoyed it. And it was like probably like I was ranking it in my like top five Star Wars story in the past like many years. Uh, so I really loved it. It was very high on it. And I think after I had some time away, I still enjoyed most of it. But the last like hour ish of story just didn't age as well for me as I sat on it more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it landed as well. It was a lot of stuff that I think if we get a sequel then and they handle these things that they kind of left le- hanging there, uh, I, I will be a little bit more positive on it. But right now, I'm just felt things felt a little rushed at the end to say. Uh, yeah. But the definitely other- a second in a trilogy feel. Yeah. Um, at the end there, yeah. which is okay. If cause I, I do think that's what it is. I think you're right. Do you guys yeah, think but, uh, um, the big thing? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Jacob. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was like, I think the big thing for me is I put on PC. And the uh, <laughs> performance-wise, it was not a it was oh, not yeah. a fun time. I heard about that. Um, no, heard about that. yeah, I. It's like most most stuff now. It was the the rough thing was like Fallen Order had this issue too, where not just on PC, just in general, it had a lot of bugs on launch. Yeah. And then yeah. we got this late delay with Survivor pushing it back a little bit, and I was like, oh well, if they're pushing it back, that means they're fixing things. Yeah. When we since they did actually, you know step out and make this delay it'll be working when we get it and it was it was pretty rough i have like i have a pretty high-end pc it's a little older but like still enough where i can run most games very well uh and it was yeah it was a bit rough but you know i still really enjoyed the experience and i think especially playing having being someone that played after the story ended um they actually add a lot of things that make it worth your while besides collectibles to go back and find like there are i mean they are collectibles in a way like a lot of these echoes or like you know different database entries they'll add more mm-hmm. that kind of flesh out the story yeah. um after you finish the game so that really helped enjoy my like add to my enjoyment and you can go in free roam and they add new voice lines that like reflect the change in the status quo of the game world after the you beat the final boss so like 
there's definitely a lot of care put into this game. I really appreciate it. Um, it's mm-hmm. like a great experience to just a few things here and there that I think really kind of hampered me fully enjoying it. Yeah, that's fair. You you are one of totally. our sort of token PC gamers, I think, on our on our team. My mm-hmm. uh, the first time I played um, Jedi Fallen Order, I played it on PC too, actually, and and like it was a fairly seamless experience. I remember there being some bugs, but it, like, man, I, I seen I saw a lot of TikToks about this one. It was like almost unacceptable release. Uh, it yeah. sounds like. So, did you have a lot of crashes when yeah. you played it? I didn't have crashes; just performance issues. Like, I only crashed like maybe. In the yeah. whole length of the game, maybe twice, mm-hmm. but it should be like Coruscant. Like I just wouldn't go back there. <laughs> like there were things I had to complete yeah. on that, and I'm just like I can't deal with yeah. it. Um, yeah. There was a few patches that came out that helped a little bit, uh, but like especially with some of the bigger like optional bosses you can find in the open world, it's just yeah. like, well, this game is all about timing, and and I'm hitting yeah. like 20 uh, frames a yeah. second. I know. So uh, yeah. no, timing is not sucks. really a thing I can do right now. That sucks. And that's kind of yeah. what I'm talking about when I'm talking about like, the corporateness. Like it, it does feel yeah. very corporate. It feels like they rushed the release a little bit. It feels like some of the mechanics weren't sort of fully fleshed out. Like you guys probably remember my my bitching in Slack a little bit when when it was in like the prologue when they're teaching you how to play the game or whatever, and they teach you how to do that stupid the wall jump thing. Oh my yep. god! I, oh, I'm it's, still not. It's an ugly mechanic. I still cannot get over how they they, they, they put this in this game. Yep. It's like the Mario wall jump, except you do it forward, and your character just front flips towards the <laughs> wall, and you can just keep bunny yep. hopping up. It's, it looks so bad. It performs so bad. Like, and you use this mechanic throughout the game. Like, it's like multiple parts of the game, and just the animation looks bad. And yep. I hope that new developers give it a little more respect because. It feels very anti-Lucas. You've heard me talk about this before. Anti- Lucas was very anti-the mm-hmm. man, right? And yeah. EA is not the right publisher. Well, well, Corey, fun fact. Last week, we did get another studio. Uh, That's unfortunately very corporate, <laughs> but it's not EA. And they announced a few things. Because one, one of the big complaints we've had about Star Wars on this show is announcing something and then hearing nothing and then it gets project canceled, quietly dies which has happened <laughs> one to eight one times. to eight times um, <laughs> i'm never gonna get over star wars 13 13 i'm still not over it no i'm, I'm still not over it however as you sh- as you shouldn't be. however last week i think that we were heard by some folks at ubisoft and massive because during no. um, the xbox presentation they said hey we're announcing a new a bunch of new games. Oh, how fun! How great! Um, like the fourth or fi- third, third game, third game they showed. Tie fighters come out of nowhere. All of a sudden, we're on a planet. Brand new Star Wars game looks impeccable. It's like a two minute CGI trailer, and they're like Star Wars Outlaws. We're playing as as a, as a outlaw bounty hunter type <laughs> person. Her name is Kay Vest. She's got this droid and this amazing little dude. Great! That's so fun. Twenty twenty four probably. And they say, oh, but guess what? Tomorrow at the Ubisoft event, we're giving you 10 minutes of gameplay. It was like all of us were like, okay, CGI trailer, (laughs) been there, done that. Okay, we know what this means. Let's all calm down because it doesn't mean shit. All right. So, yes. But then they're like, tomorrow, though, there's going to be gameplay. And we're like, okay, okay. We'll see what you got. Let's see what you got. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also, I guessed it was going to be like two minutes. I was like, okay, yeah, we'll get a little dumb. little little shootout here. And um, so what we're going to do tonight, I think, would be really fun. Um, 
We're going to pull up the gameplay trailer and kind of like scrub through a little bit. We're not going to watch the whole thing bit by bit because it, it is seriously long. Go watch it if you haven't unbroken. Um, but essentially, I'd love just to kind of touch on some stuff because there's a lot of things in this gameplay that we haven't seen in a Star Wars game before. And we have been asking as a community about um, as Wes said earlier, much to his dismay, uh, this is a single-player open-world game. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> open world. Are we talking Horizon. GTA? Yes. 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 That's GTA, what it is. GTA, Star Wars. Red Dead right. Redemption. All right. That's um, all I needed to Horizon know. Zero Dawn. That kind of thing. <laughs> so we get the start of this gameplay trailer. We see that it's clearly post-Empire Strikes Back because we see Han wow. and Carbonite. And we got a lot of syndicates yep. in here. And what would your guys' thought when we yeah. saw this? Like, we're seeing the pikes and stuff happening in a Star Wars game we can play. It looks dark. Like, that's kind of violent. Yes. I think that there is a lot of story to be told with the syndicates and that have nothing else but, like, no Sith. Maybe yep. a Jedi here and there just, like, Don't passes need by. Don't whatever. need them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there is there's so much because it's like um, – it's, uh, it's like – early mobsters and, and crime bosses, right? Mm-hmm. So you can add that into there, and there was, there's so many story to tell. And, oh, I hope that's Greedo. <laughs> uh, he's, 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 he's a little dead. So dead. He's dead. He's, he's definitely dead. I'm so little cooked his ass. So what, uh, just to remind me again, what time period this is, is this? Post-Empire Post Strikes Back. Yeah. Post-Empire. Yep. Okay, 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 okay. Or the I, Bounty Hunters. I, I, yeah, I am a, that, that's the thing that kind of scares me as, you know, a, a continuity junkie and a comic junkie. It's like, okay, well, we're post-Empire. We're dealing with, with uh, syndicates. We just told, like, two years of comic book stories. That's basically this exact thing. Um, so, I, look, I'm going to enjoy this game regardless, but, like, the... The the uh, hot takes I'm gonna have to wade my wade through uh, when this comes out if it does like mess with continuity yeah. is gonna be really bad and yeah. I'm not looking forward to that. Um, I'm you know I'm sure well. it's gonna be great. But it's like Mute okay, liberally, <laughs> it's like we got a little bit of that from Book of Boba yeah. Fett, right? Just, yeah, oh yeah, a few crime syndicates, you know. Yeah, it wasn't anything like uh, they went into with the comics. I don't think. Yeah. So we get, so we're starting off in this gameplay trailer. We see <laughs> KVS playing some good old Sabak. Um, in this cantina, and then we get introduced to the real star of the show here. This is Nyx. Can we just um, appreciate our companion? Can we just buddy? appreciate that this is a live animal, not a droid, for once, because the droid pet yes. is the oldest trope mm-hmm. now, too. And it's not we love that. I mean, it's such a it's such a classic trope. And it first introduced from great. the very beginning in the very first Star Wars film. Yes, yes, we all love our droids. Yep. But every character in a video game in the last decade has had a droid as a sidekick. And I'm very glad that it's a living <laughs> yeah. creature. It's really cool. Yeah. We had a really great time with him. He looks, looks adorable. Like the- and also in the gameplay trailer, because this is the this is the first yeah, trailer, right? This is the, right? Yeah. This is the gameplay. Yes, this is the first trailer. Okay, yeah. Like in the gameplay trailer, we see like he's used as like, hey, go grab that. Hey, activate that. And he like at one point grabs K like uh, uh, an assault blaster, yeah, like grabs a weapon, and like so making him useful is kind of like how BD One is in the other games. Like in, in Survivor, eventually BD One can like shoot bolts of electricity and help open doors and stuff. And I mm. like that element of having not only this thing that's cute, but is actually actively helping ch- scope t- to change the battlefield. Yeah. You know, for sure, for sure, yeah, yeah. That that is a. That is a good thing that they announced it after the trailer saying, hey, we actually do have gameplay with this because anybody can work for a year and put out some cinematic Mm -hmm. um, CGI and not have actual 
developed like, uh, gameplay eclipse. Um, in the background, <laughs> Dare I right? Say. They, like, <laughs> oh, you do, yeah. That game that's maybe no, it's, it's not. Real? It's never coming out. Eclipse is not it's real. real. It's not real. It's, it's, it's just, just as real. It, and this didn't exist. Just as real as Kotor. Just as real as uh, Star Wars Hunters. Oh you know, all these it's games fake. we're definitely going to get. It's fake. It's never coming yep. out. I will say, one of the things I really liked about this trailer as well is that so for this first trailer, it shows many planets, but, you know, and we saw many planets in Jedi Survivor and stuff, and that wasn't open world, but it shows Kay on the speeder going around, and it seems like you have so much more access of movement. Like, we can go to so many places, which is why I've seen a lot of folks comparing this to something more like Red Dead, where it's like, you can get on your horse, you can just go around. You can get on your speeder and just go places and do things in a much larger area and a much larger scope. And I'm hoping that the finished product really gives us a lot of that because we do see a little bit of that in the gameplay that they released with Kay, like, going in speeder chases and all these kind of things around her planet. So I think there's a lot of really cool potential with that. Yeah, I think um, I think just at a glance, like, the game looks... I just I just want to have a moment of appreciation for the fact that it doesn't look like it's going to be Jedi Force Sith heavy for once. Like yeah. mm-hmm. that is such a big risk to take like from a game studio perspective, I would say just because like mm-hmm. you know, every, everybody like it's corporate, right? Everybody thinks that you have to have lightsabers to be cool, right? And that's not true. We all know that there are so few I know, Jedi. I know. And we all know that <laughs> yeah, because we're diehards, right? But like it's hard to convince yeah. The man of that, right? But mm-hmm. I think we, I think it's very obvious that like a character that is a gunfighter, right, and a smuggler, and kind of this mm-hmm. shadowy character is awesome. I think that's just like so obvious to yeah. us, right? And it's just wild yeah. to me that we really haven't had one of these games kind of ever. I mean, even in Battlefront, you had a lightsaber level, right? I mean, Battlefront Two, right? Yeah, so you still right. Had that Luke episode yeah, that's true. and. So I don't know. I mean, I'm just very. I just really appreciate the fact that it looks like this is going to be. They 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 took some risk. It looks like I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah, which I really appreciate. Yeah, and the gameplay of it does look polished too. I think again, gameplay demos. You can do anything you want in ten minutes. Like not anything, but you can do a lot. You can make it look cleaner. But I like that there are stealth elements, like we're seeing here on screen right now. It looks like you can kind of point um, Nick's where you want him to go and do certain things. And then, like, the actual oh, movement okay. of K is very smooth. Like, we've seen this with Last of Us. We've seen it in Un- the Uncharted. Like, this is not groundbreaking. But I think that's the key thing is we also don't need to break new ground on all this. We just need to use the game mechanics of games that have been wildly yeah. successful and great and apply them mm-hmm. to Star Wars. And I think that's what I'm seeing with this. Yeah. I think they – did they say this is um, this is mirrored off the Division? It's the same um, company. Mm-hmm. I think Massive okay. still did it, but I don't. Th- but it's. I don't think it's going to have like you know. Get your purple gun and your blue gun. <laughs> oh right, your, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's the same engine. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Visual okay, wise. That's yeah. From that's yeah. from yeah. the yeah. Okay. effect that she just did was was badass, Woo! dude. That looks super fun. Yeah, it just looks like a great time, and I, and it, so this right here, I also like. Okay, there's going to be options to like upgrade the blaster, use different kinds, because when you have a blaster. It can be pretty lame, like, and then you shoot, shoot, and then you shoot, shoot, and then you shoot, shoot. But it seems like there's, like, other tactical options to use, um, which means they're going to be very, very fun. Honestly, the, yeah. the shooting mechanics remind me a lot of Battlefront 2, yeah, like, especially, do. like, watching this a second yeah. time. Like, it's, like, seems pretty similar. I know a lot of, there's been In a, a good lo- way. Yeah. I know there's been a lot of people, like, talking about, like, you know, it's an Ubisoft game. Is it just going to be Far Cry within that or Coat of Paint or 
Assassin's Creed with yeah, another. No, no that's Avatar: Frontiers uh, of Pandora, yes. which is Far Cry, but, with it, which which I will also buy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let's be clear. But like, that's honestly, Far Cry. for me personally, if it's like a B tier game with like an S tier Star Wars coat of paint, I'm gonna have a great time. Yeah. Oh, 100%. exactly. As long as it's polished, yeah. this is all I ask. I just want the game play mechanics yeah. to feel pretty smooth and for the experience to be pretty smooth. Yep. Like. Even if the story is not like, like I said, you don't have to fight Darth Vader at the end of the game for it to be a good game, right? Yep. As long as the experience is smooth, it feels like a completed game. It's mm-hmm. got a couple little interesting things to it. I mean, just in the gameplay footage, it looks like nothing we've we've seen in Star Wars, like since no. friggin' no. Jedi Outcast. I think was the last really uniquely open game like this, like. That's that's ages mm-hmm. ago. I mean, that game hasn't aged well at all. That's that like was so old. fifteen years <laughs> ago, right? So like, I mean, yeah. it just looks like yeah. it's risky and new and different. And I just really appreciate yeah. how this looks like it's going to play out. I'm very interested in the yeah. the choices aspect of this. We had a really big conversation about this, I think, in our in our gaming chat about like, are you actually going to have meaningful choices? Because you know, I'm sort of in the camp of like. If we are playing as this sort of morally gray character, I would like the ability to to mm-hmm. to, to be that person, right? To make some bad yeah. decisions, right? To screw over yeah. the good guys occasionally. Are we going to get to do that? <laughs> yeah. or are we going to get pigeonholed? I know. No. We're going to get pigeonholed into yeah. being it's, in the It's not an RPG. It's I, not an RPG. It's like I could so see So I think that there's going to be a story regardless. Yeah, I think like the 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 end result of every choice is going to be the same, uh like especially story-wise. Mm-hmm. It just might be a fact of like choosing how your encounters gameplay wise handle out like there's yeah, gonna be like, the stealth option there's like you see yeah. later on in the trailers like you bribe you don't bribe if you don't bribe maybe well if you don't bribe you're gonna have to run out of there quick if you do bribe maybe yeah. you lose some money but then yeah. you have an easier encounter yeah. i think it's a lot of gonna be shaping your gameplay experience but not yeah. so much shaping who kvs is and yeah, what's sure. happening and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that i think the mm. i think yeah. my point is i just don't want i don't want to be I don't want to. I don't want all the marketing to be about a game called Outlaws and all the syndicates, all the violence, all the stuff we've seen in the trailers. We're like, ooh, this is kind of dark and moody. Like, I don't want us after the prologue to join up with the rebellion, right? Then we're fighting stormtroopers, and then yeah. we're against the Empire. Like, they could do that if they wanted to, and I just, I just hope that doesn't yeah. happen. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I- I think you can count. I, I can yeah. see. I think, I, you, I, think you, I think you'll fight the empire, but I think there might be a. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a morally gray. There's going to be more light. But at the end of the day, you're going to the you're not going to join the empire and be a fat. No, no, no. You're you're gonna, I don't want to join the empire. empire. That's not what I'm trying to say. Profit. I just don't want. I don't want to have to have yet another alongside the movies game mm-hmm. story. You know what I mean? Like how many? Yeah, how many? Yeah. How many that. stories do we have now? How many books and comics and everything? Do we have these characters that? Like they have these little subtle references to the to the OT trilogy, right? It's just over and over and over again. It's just so yep. worn out at this point. Like we don't have to. There's more yeah. interesting stories in the gigantic Star Wars universe than just I agree. on Luke and Leia. You know what I mean? The fact yeah. that Han is in the well, trailer actually, is a little worrisome to me, in my opinion. I, I <laughs> it's time I'm torn period. between yeah, I'm torn between it just like being a, a thing to set the scene. And like you know, not being part of the story, yeah, or yeah, the 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 nagging fear that maybe it is you're stealing Han back. Oh my is god, the that you're trying. <laughs> Please to go on. don't do that. I oh, really no. don't want that. But also, like <laughs> he's actually been frozen in carbonite <laughs> twice, and they're telling yeah. the second story. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, story. Yeah, he, he actually wakes up. He has to wake up. He's like, oh no, no, no get <laughs> back in there. <laughs> <laughs> go back, go back. 
<laughs> push him in, push him in. Um, Wes, could you, uh, in that footage, can you skip ahead? Uh, so there's a, there's a conversation huh? thing we talked about. There's a conversation element, which is good. But can you skip ahead after that when you're running away? Um, okay. After the Empire like kind of says, in. we're going to get you. In. So after the whole Cantina thing, it's pretty far into the end. Because I want to highlight a gameplay element um, of you're running to your ship. Because oh, I got for the first time that I've seen in games like this, you walk in real time up to your ship, and then we can <clears throat> fly out in real time into the atmosphere and then seamlessly be in yeah. space and look have space like, combat, all right, so which we haven't that's obviously since right here, Obviously right? animation, and look, now we're in the control again. Like, yep. That is awesome. That looks really yeah. seamless. I really like that. Yep. Little loading yes. screen, that's fine. Like, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I'm that's, pretty sure EA... That's going to wreak havoc yes, on is. your hard drive, by the way. Not this, on my PS5, baby. Console gamers SSD. forever. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure EA calls Jedi Survivor an open-world game, and it's not. Not really. Yes, having having it's a not. big map doesn't make it an open-world game, but being able to seamlessly go between planets kind of does make it that. Like This looks really smooth like yeah. that. Yeah. And do like, different jobs. And what I'm more interested in, not necessarily this game, entirely is the dlc content yep. the stuff that they can add on after the fact and you can go and do other jobs and yep. like help crime yeah, bosses and fun. and then maybe like we said there isn't an actual ending story you don't you're not you're not stuck to one lane yeah. you can actually so. broaden out and be an asshole yeah, like, if you want there's to. always another job <laughs> like that's perfect for an open-ended yeah. ending like it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be because cal is like i'm rebuilding the order and she could be like i'm getting a buck no. also Real quick, on the screen, for those of our visual appeal that are listening to this and haven't watched this yet, they're going to a, the Akiva system. Jacob, I know you know. I do Korean know. West, you know what nope. Akiva is. This is where um, our boy Wedge Antilles and Nora Wexley oh, eventually yes. live in the Aftermath books. So, Mr. Bones uh, and Snap yeah. Wexley. So, that's the kind of stuff I'm interested in. The Akiva auxiliary orbit. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Snap Wexley cool. should be in Akiva right now. So, that, that kind of stuff I think would be very fun. <laughs> If you're going to cross over, don't take me to the Rebellion. Don't take me to a Jedi. Take me to some of these book characters that have been, like, tertiary. Um, That could be super fun. For sure. Give us some fun. Yeah. (laughs) So, overall, very excited. Coming out next year. Like, I'm glad we're doing this. This sets a good precedent for lots of games coming out. And um, it wouldn't be a show without Jared popping in and say, Gray Jedi? (laughs) Question mark? Uh... (laughs) Legends, Great regular legends, people. legends. Great oh. regular people. Do, do we even want to wade into who people are trying to headcanon Jalen into being? Oh my god, who? Oh, no. Okay, I'm not an expert. I I haven't been on Reddit I'm not, yet. I'm not a. I'm not a. <laughs> this is a part of Legends I didn't really touch. But the guy at the end of the cinematic trailer who is sitting in your cockpit, his name is Jalen. Oh, Kyle Katarn. Yeah, everyone wants him to be Kyle Katarn. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, he looks just like him. Oh yeah. Oh, the guy with the with the goatee and the one uh, shoulder thing, like. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's, he's default white guy number six, and therefore he must yeah. be Hal Katarn. <laughs> exactly. Do you think? Uh, yeah. Do you, is there any chance? Is there a snowball's chance in hell that the trailer info they gave us is fake? And like the uh, like like it's not actually his name. His name actually is Kyle Katarn. Like he is genuinely the no. character. It, I don't think they no. like. I don't think. He, well, yeah. One, I don't think that's him. Two, if it was, it's not the trailer fake. It's just him with like having a code name or something like yeah. that. That's what. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. What I, I can mean, see I like guess. a like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, fulcrum yeah. or something. Okay. Eh. If it is that, I've, I, I, I guess here's the thing. 
The amount of times that we have tried to apply clown makeup being like, this is where they'll put in the Legends character. Like, it doesn't yeah, happen true, it like doesn't. that. Like, main people. We got the outfit in Jedi Survivor that, that harkens back. That was a fun little thing. Like, there may be fun things like that, but, like, Spoiler they're not going to take the protagonists of <laughs> older games and sneak them into a trailer with a different name. Probably not. You know? like Probably not. They know what they're yeah. doing. Believe it or not, I, yeah. I bet a lot of the people at Massive probably played those games. Probably. I'm just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. Yeah. You know? They know what they're doing. I would hope that every developer's um business model and their company like headquarters is just like grandma's boy. Where they just they have like their own desks and they just sit there and play Xbox all day long and they do their levels at home and they come back and then they have a you know a like a duel in the coffee bar of like they're playing Frogger or something. Remember that? Did you ever watch Grandma's Boy? Yeah, right once. <laughs> I watched it once, but I forgot Show your about age it. Or West. What the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs> oh my god, it's such a great video game. It, 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 uh, movie, it, it was in that kind of like uh, R-rated. It's not like a stoner. Oh, yeah, they're comedy, the F-word a lot. Way. Yeah, it's like it was at like two thousand fanboys. Same time as fanboys. That sort of era. Yeah, but like something yeah. like that. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, this game looks but, interesting. I think it's got a lot of pros for it. You know, I actually am tempering expectations for this, and that's just because I have trauma because of Star Wars. Uh, so, yep. you know, w- let's see how it plays out. I'm excited to see how it how it goes. Uh, I trust Ubisoft about as much as I trust EA. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but we'll listen, I think do. it's I think <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it's new. It's fresh. It looks like they've taken some risk. We'll see how the story actually mm-hmm. plays out. I'm really excited for it i think it looks fun and it looks yeah. like there's gonna be lots to talk yeah. about and new lore and new planets and hey we'll still be playing starfield by that time anyway so like <laughs> that's right whatever kajimi is in <laughs> it right isn't kajimi in it did we see kajimi in the trailer i thought we did yeah it looks like kajimi, kajimi at least. cantatica yeah uh, yeah tatooine a lot of possibility tatooine the, the planet that looks just like kobo right after they put out jedi survivor but is not kobo yeah, yep that's right that being said, like <laughs> I will say, of all the games, this, this is this is my this is my last big point on this because I feel like I could be like, oh, do they all always want to go to Tatooine <clears throat> for a game about the syndicates where Jabba the Hutt is probably going to be very prominent because he rules the hut? Like Tatooine's yeah. fine, that's fine. Like great, that's that. A, that actually makes it sense because he's it there. Does. So fine, it makes I'll sense. Give that. I think this is the first game that they've released since honestly the Star Wars buyout that um, kind of raised my eyebrows out, like genuinely. Like I mean, we like awesome when they when they announced that Battlefront was coming. I was like, oh sweet, excellent, Battlefront, one of the classics. Of course they would make this. It's an easy money maker. Of course they announced Jedi Survivor. I'm like, all right, fine, finally a first person game. They swung really, really hard in the direction because everybody was so mad because they didn't have a campaign for Battlefront 2. They swung really, really hard. They made an entire game just for single player. <laughs> okay, this is interesting, whatever. Yep. The gameplay was kind of to be expected. But this is like the first real risk, it looks like. And we'll see how it plays out. Like, if we get pigeonholed into the Rebellion, then maybe it won't be as unique as I kind of hope it is. But I think it's got a lot of potential. It looks gorgeous. The gameplay looks smooth. Yes. It looks fun. I hope it's I hope it's fun. I hope it's as fun as it looks. I mean, I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all get your sick notes ready it, too. I, we got a lot of games coming between now and then. So you you got to got to mark your time. Like like Wes and Corey, you guys got to we're going to have to put up blocks for you to play all the games you need to play before this comes <laughs> out. <laughs> Final Fantasy 12 16 is coming out this week. Uh Starfield's coming out. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is coming I skip out. I a lot of games. I play a lot of games at 75% and then quit. 
I played Spider-Man to 75%, Hogwarts to 75%, the first Zelda game to 75%, and then I quit. Like, I just get, you know, I, I can see the end of the campaign ahead of me, you and I just can't get, I can't get that far, because if yeah. I go through the campaign, I'll never play a side quest ever again if I finish the campaign. But uh, We just need to, well, like, we need to adopt, like, the TikTok strategy of having Subway Surfers next to a video, but instead it's just an F1 race. So you just have, like, the F1 race oh, good on your second monitor, good the idea. game on your first yep, monitor. I guarantee I you'll that. finish. I can do that in the sim rig. I mean, I got three monitors right there. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I've, I have never found a, a more meditative uh, moment than what I'm probably going to do later tonight, honestly, is I pour just a glass of wine, I sit, I put an audio book in my AirPods, and I play MLB The Show on mute. Because it's, like, not a really mentally intense game because you just got to hit the ball, <laughs> and then it goes. But I'm doing something, and the audio – uh So if any of my, my, my gamer and, and book or music listeners, podcast listeners, I know a lot of people do that. Some people might be gaming right now listening to us. way too ADHD for that. There's no way that would go well. <laughs> Corey's like, I've been gaming this whole time. When he <laughs> <laughs> I am not a Anytime we I am lag, not a multitasker. That is for sure, dude. There's no way. Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna find out how well we can multitask uh, as we get closer to Outlaws. And hey, hopefully this is an onslaught of new Star Wars games that are gonna be announced. I, I think that the success of this will will kind of show where we're going. And personally, I think the end goal of this. How cool would it be if we brought back Star Wars movie tie-in games yeah. for the new I think films? It would be fun. Let's go. Revenge of the Sith. Uh, oh my god! Oh, okay. yeah, real Remember fast that? before we end our show. The alternate ending for that game. Alternate yes. ending. Real talk. Let's go around the horn. I want everybody to name their top three Star Wars games of all time right now. Ooh. Top three Star Wars games of all time. I will go first because it's it's very easy for me. Yes, please. Kotor okay. number one. You guys have heard me talk about this unbelievably. I think I would say it's probably my favorite game of all time, genuinely. All right, KOTOR 1. All video mm-hmm. games, period. Mm-hmm. Favorite game of all time. KOTOR 1, Revenge of the Sith. Absolutely. The game was freaking mm-hmm. phenomenal. It came out before the movie came out. Uh, and I, I knew the movie already when we went and see it. That was fun. And uh, I think I would say the original Battlefront 2. I think I would. I loved it. The original original right. campaign was just brilliant. I would never forget the line just burned into my brain forever at the level where you fly into the the Jedi temple and he's like everybody knew what we were going to do. Nobody said a word. I love that. I love that. That campaign was so fun. Not a word. No not when we not when we landed on the on the temple steps, not when we marched into the doors, not a word. I love it. It was so dark, man. I loved that. That was great. Top 3. What do you got? Classic stuff. All right, so I'm gonna I'll start with number three. So number three, I would say is, well, I guess I haven't played them all yet. But um, oh my god, there are I so know, many. Dude, there's so many games. There's so many Star Wars. Go with around, your gut. Really. Yeah, go with your gut. Um, <laughs> I want to say, um, what is the one Jedi Apprentice? It's like not it's Outcast. not Jedi. It's um, this is the first one. Right? It's not Outcast. Uh, it's Jedi uh, Jedi Academy. Jedi yeah, Academy. Academy. The first one, yes. right? Jedi Academy. I'll put that as number three. That was super fun because it took me so long to figure out how to cut Dude, that tree down. Dude, the game was so hard. Oh, my Holy God. shit, the game was so hard. <laughs> that was, that I was know. such Absurd. bullshit. Right. Awful. Okay. <laughs> number two is Battlefront uh-huh. 2. Um, 2005. Oh, no, the second one. The new one. Okay, uh, new one. all right. Wow. That's cool. Yep. Modern, all right. The new one. Yep. The new one. Yeah, the new one for sure. And then number one is Battlefront okay, 2 2005. Okay, there you go. That one I loved. I love that game. I still have it on CD-ROM. 
You young gentlemen oh know what a God. I'm, 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 I'm younger than you, Wes. I'm not dead. <laughs> I got, it uh, came with dude, four there was, CDs. Uh, I had a, I wa- like, I had right, a Walkman with a this Do you remember? <laughs> I listened to Raffi on cassette, oh Wes. God. How dare you? Do you remember the, the little jingle sound it would make when you completed your objective in the campaign, the original Battlefront 2? Like, you know what I'm talking about? The little, yep, listen, yep, yep. that is a medical device sound. I did not know this, but it is absolutely is a medical really? device sound. I don't know. Where, I was in one of the hospitals that I work at, and it's like the there's like a like a, a machine that like detects heart rates and stuff like in the walls. And <laughs> I was hearing this damn sound all day. It's like is somebody playing Battlefront in this hot. It is the exact same jingle. I swear to God, it just freaked me out. You found it anyway. I never got to forget it. that because it happened way too frequently. Like every couple minutes, it would play it because you completed the objective. All right. Anyway, Jacob, what do you got? <laughs> Or just walking down the hospital hallway yelling just like the simulation. I know. Uh, <laughs> Let me play. Oh my god. Uh, top three. Okay, number three, I'm gonna go a little different. Um I'm gonna say squadrons. Okay. I fully right. understand the multiplayer was not the funnest thing in the world. Uh but I was able to play the campaign in VR oh my god. with a flight stick. Oh, so it's just like okay. I am right. fully flying a starship right now like i can look all around like the the doing a uh role in an a-wing and be able to look above me and track my target with the flight the most insane gaming experience i've ever had like i don't That's care if incredible. the multiplayer sucked okay, well, it was just such a cool experience <laughs> to do that and like i just like you feel like you're a starfighter That's in the amazing. moment uh, i so want to do that That's my number three That's on my list yep. yeah yep. no it's it's worth it um number two i'll go I, I'll, I'll go kotor um mm, classic and I'm going to say, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to say for number one, I'm going to say the gaming of Jedi Fallen Order combined with the story of Survivor be, just because of the performance sure. issues I've had with Survivor uh, were fair. pretty significant. Totally legit. Totally legit. Um, all right. I'll bring us home with, so I agree with a couple of you guys have said. Uh, there's one I have to say is my number one that has already been said, but I'll do two others that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, so in my... Second and third, whatever. Uh, one is Star Wars Obi Wan for the original oh Xbox. Uh, that oh was my, my first. Sorry to bring you back to that <laughs> that moment of trying to get that thing to work on your PC, Wes. Um, but I played that. I I got that from a guy on the playground in elementary school because I made more free throws than him, and he had to let me borrow his game. I remember that to this nice, day. Nice. And then I just kept the game. How old was he? I don't know. Older than me by a grade. Your age, or was he like <laughs> one grade older? <laughs> one grade older, so it was pretty cool. But I played. Come that to game. my white van. I'll show you this video game, little boy. <laughs> Why that game's awesome is that it's. I mean, definitely doesn't hold up now. But you could swing the lightsaber with the right stick. You had force powers, but then you had a Jedi battle arena where you could play as all kinds of different prequel Jedi, and that's where I fell in love with Plo Koon because he had such a cool design that I got to play as Plo Koon. So I liked him a lot there. So Star Wars Obi Wan. Um, next is uh, Star Wars uh, Pod Racer on the PC back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Not the Racer's Solid. Revenge update, like the OG Pod yeah, Racer sure. game. Um, played that a ton when I was a kid with my dad, actually. It was the only ones he'd ever played with me. Uh, played as Team Topagalese. He was my dude. Nice, nice. Loved him. So, uh, but, but number one, the one I've put the most hours into, the one that I really became like obsessed with, is, similar to Wes, uh, 2018 Battlefront 2. That one was my <clears throat> multiplayer gaming one, like the most I played since Halo Two, wow. probably. Loved it, uh, every bit of it. Was bummed when they got rid of support for it, but 
yeah, just mm-hmm. I, the amount of fun yeah. I had in that game once they fixed the monetization. It's I a just great had comeback. That's one of the great. I think I would call that one of the all-time great comebacks in gaming. Like No Man's Sky is up there too yes. as a great yep. comeback. But like, yep, that game yep. really turned around. It got a lot of bad press when the game came out. Again, there was never any monetization in the game. It was only in the beta. It never was nope. released with any monetization. And uh, But it was still a little weak when it came out. But, yep. man, as they added stuff to it and they added new characters, by the end, it was really, really yep. full. There was a lot to do in that game. Really and fun. Starfighter Assault is the most fun I've ever had no, playing that's, flying that's, 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 that's disagree. So that's incorrect. That's a... <laughs> That's what a me. stupid ass opinion, Eric. I will die on that what hill. A terrible opinion. You're freaking wrong. Well, what? What better way to end the show than with my trash ass opinions? Because everyone that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Living Force. You support us at Patreon. Thank you so much. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/Utini to join the family. A special thank you to Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Carl Sander, Zach W, and Michael Fry on our Jedi High Council, and James T, Ashley Ingalls, Colton Fife, and Chris Carrizo on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilers, and Corey is at Corey M. Helton. West is at Boss West, and Jacob is at Jacob. Boosh! And the show is at Living Force Pod. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thanks to all of you for hanging out tonight. Thanks to Corey, Wes, and Jacob for potting with me. And as always, may the Force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you, always.